Hello and welcome to KLO Talks, a podcast for financial discussion. This is where we discuss the latest financial trends, news and events and aim to unravel the complicated world of investing and finance. So whether you're passionate about the sector or just want to understand more about the importance of optimising your finances, KLO Talks has something for everyone. Hello and welcome back to another episode of KLO Talks, the podcast for financial discussion. I am joined again by Terry Michael. This is the second episode uh, in a series of shows that we're going to be putting out. And today we're going to talk about something very specific. We're going to be talking about regaining your personal allowance. This is a phenomenon that a lot of people won't be aware of. But if you're within this wage bracket, then you've probably noticed it, maybe not really acknowledged that this is a problem. So it's quite important because the numbers are quite staggering in terms of what you pay if you don't address this. And Terry is the expert. He's going to be talking us through what it basically means, what you can do, and he's going to run through a case study as well. So welcome back, Terry. Yeah. Hi, Peter. Yes. uh, Thank you for having me here. Great to be here again. And uh, yeah, I look forward to talking about how we can save people money. Perfect. So to kick this off, why don't you just tell everyone what is the personal allowance? Let's start with the basics. Yeah. So, I mean, over the years, this has changed, but the current value is £12,500, your personal income tax allowance. That means that you can earn £12,500 and it's not subject to income tax in a tax year. Um, And that's it. So that's, you don't pay any tax on that. Great. So it's evident from this conversation and the topic of it that it's possible for you to lose your personal allowance how does that happen yes uh, you can lose it and you can lose all of it Uh, you can lose some of it and you can lose all of it so it happens when you're earning a hundred thousand pounds well more than a hundred thousand pounds a year so for every two pounds that you earn over a hundred thousand pounds you lose one pound of your personal income tax allowance. So if you're earning £125,000, that means you're earning £25,000 over £100,000. Mm-hmm. So divide that by two, because remember we said it's for every two pounds you're over, you lose a pound. So divide yep. that by two, that's £12,500. So if you earn £125,000 or above, you have lost all of your personal income tax allowance. Wow. which means you're being taxed on that as well. Okay. Yeah. And I guess you probably won't know the, the statistical number of how many people will be affected with this, but I would imagine there will be there, there will be an evident bracket of people who will be affected by this, but may not be necessarily be aware that they can do anything about it. The, correct. So, yeah, I don't know the exact numbers, but from my experience with clients, um, they don't know about this. Um, they don't know about this. Was, they've got marketing jobs, engineering jobs. They, you know, they're doctors. They're, they're not. They don't look at these things. Um, not all of them. I'm sure some do. But from my experience, they they're not aware of this, um, and they're not aware that they can regain it either. So, for someone who is earning over £125,000 and the personal tax allowance of £12,500 is effectively gone, what then becomes the effective tax rate that they're, that they're then paying? 
Well, so they're higher rate taxpayers anyway, so they're in the 40% bracket. Mm -hmm. So they're ending up paying uh, 40% on this 12,500 pounds. Um, So yeah, it's, it's huge. It's 40% tax that they could, you know, not be paying. Yeah. Okay. So it's really important that clearly people are aware of what they can do. Can you talk us through maybe one of the things that people can do to basically regain this tax allowance and put some money back in their pocket? Yeah. So it's, um, it's all about making your, your money efficient and making it work for you. Um, and it's structuring your investments, your money, and, and that's what financial planning is all about. Um, making sure that your your money is working for you, making it more efficient. Every, people work hard for their money. Mm-hmm. And if they put a few things in place, structural um, structural things in place to around their finances, they would not have to work for many years. You know, they wouldn't have to work into their 70s that we're all talking about with yeah. increasing. Um, so while you're earning money, make sure that it's being... It's, it's in the most efficient way. So one of the things you can do if you're earning over a hundred thousand pounds and over 125,000 pounds and you've lost your personal income tax allowance is make a pension contribution. Okay. Um, So how that works is you put money into your pension and the money you put into your pension is not subject to income tax. And that's it. So you are lowering your um, your your salary in effect that is subject to income tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, you're saving for the future, uh, which is uh, which we should all be doing. Yeah. Uh, mentioned the state pension there um, just quickly, but you know you've got people earning one hundred and fifty thousand pounds. If they're not putting anything away for the future, then they will be on nine thousand pounds or thereabouts in retirement. That's a big lifestyle change. Yeah, that's a massive life, lifestyle change. Huge. Yeah. And um, it does happen. You know, it does happen. Where have you people... seen it happen with, with clients? I, I have. Um, I have. Yes, I have. Um, earning in excess of £150,000 and no savings. Um, and, you know, you, you, you sit there and you say, well, you do realise the state pension will not support you in your lifestyle in retirement. Um, and it's a big shock. Mm. because they know it in the background but you know we'll do it tomorrow yeah tomorrow and you know that uh, we're all procrastinators uh, to some degree and yeah i mean you you won't be able to live on nine thousand pounds the way that you would like to live yeah Um, and i know i know that you've just alluded to the fact that pension contributions yeah they're they're an important factor mm. absolutely in terms of planning for the future but there are lots of other benefits that you get with pensions that i think people it's not spoken about publicized or even highlighted enough when it comes to pension contributions yeah so um yeah i mean a lot of people look at pensions and uh, they don't understand them you know the government has put so many things in place that make pensions so appealing but they don't shout about it mm. and, they, and they assume that everybody understands um the way the government um, puts these things out, the language they use, well, they don't. Yeah. Case studies, they need, they need to be sat down and explained to and realise the power of it. So some of the things that people still don't realise about pensions is that when you put money into a pension, you, uh, you're allowed to have tax relief. So okay. that means that 
the government or HMRC will give back uh, some of the tax that you've paid on this money. And we'll get into this a bit later uh, with the case study that we mentioned. That So there's tax relief. So you're saving money going into a pension. Then a pension builds up its profits and compounds the profits uh, free of tax. Mm-hmm. So there's no tax while it's being built up. Fantastic. So it's allowed to grow without being subject to tax. Then when you retire, you are allowed uh, to take 25% of your pension in a lump sum, take it out as cash, tax-free. So that might be to pay off your mortgage mm-hmm. in, in its entirety. That might be to extend the house. That might, that might be for anything. It's mm-hmm. 25% of your pension part tax-free, available now. Um, when you do retire as well, and then you start taking an income stream from your pension, uh, that is subject to income tax. Uh, but don't forget, you will have your personal income tax allowance, so the first £12,500 tax-free. Mm-hmm. And then most people in retirement will end up being basic rate taxpayers. Um, so if you're a higher rate taxpayer, you're getting tax relief at 40% uh, or more, but we'll go mm-hmm. into that later. Um, and then when you're drawing money out from your pension, you're paying 20% tax on it. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's huge savings, and that's not all with pensions. Um, they're free from inheritance tax uh, to assert, well, they are free from inheritance tax. If you die before the age of 75, yeah. then you can pass this on free from inheritance tax. If you die after the age of 75, then your beneficiaries will pay uh, the marginal income tax rate that they're on um, when they draw from it. But, um, you know, there's lots of things that you can do on death where you can transfer the pension to a beneficiary's pension. Mm-hmm. They don't have to draw it straight away. That transfer is inheritance tax-free mm-hmm. and huge benefits. I mean, I see a lot of clients for this reason drawing money from other in- income sources and leaving their pensions because that's out of their estate for inheritance tax reasons. Yeah. Well, so, it all comes back to what you mentioned at the top of this conversation in terms of structuring all of your your assets tax efficiently yeah. and using the ones that will basically give you the most tax efficient um, savings in the right manner. Yes, yeah, exactly. And the government wants you to do this. That's why they put these things in place. They want you to live well in retirement. They want you to look after yourself because, well, quite frankly, they can't afford to look after us. (laughs) They've put these tax incentives in place so that we are are incentivized to do these things. But if people don't realize and understand them, they won't do them. They won't won't put these things in place. yeah. Okay. So talk us through the case study that you have there, which I guess will basically just highlight how people can use pensions to regain back their, their personal allowance. Yeah. Um, I think a case study really just helps put the you know, numbers to a scenario and helps you understand it. So let's take an example. Somebody is earning £130,000 salary. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep it very simple. Um, there will be other things that are involved. And when you sit down with clients, we'll talk through these things. But mm-hmm. for, for this part, for the purpose of this podcast, just keep it simple. £130,000. So already you've lost your personal income tax allowance because remember, you lose a pound for every £2 that you're earning over £100,000. Mm-hmm. So that is £125,000. You've lost all your personal income tax allowance. Yep. In this scenario, you're earning £130,000. Very nice salary. Great. But if you don't do anything, 
you've lost your personal income tax allowance, you've paid around £50,000 in income tax and national insurance. So you're coming away with around £80,000. That's what we're talking about. Uh Fine. How do you get your personal income tax allowance back? So we've already alluded to the fact that if you put some money into a pension, this will help. So you're allowed to put £40,000 each year. That's your maximum allowance that you're allowed to put in that is Mm -hmm. subject to tax relief. Mm -hmm. You can put more money into your pension each year, but you won't get the tax relief benefits. Mm -hmm. So if you put £40,000 into a pension, that would reduce your um, salary Mm -hmm. by £40,000. You all of a sudden you're under a hundred thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. So 130 salary minus the forty thousand pounds contribution to the pension, you're now earning ninety thousand pounds. Look what's happened. You're below the hundred thousand pounds threshold, and so you've regained all of your personal income tax allowance. Yeah. So let's just work through the numbers. What are the benefits here? So you've got tax relief going into your pension because of your contribution. And you've also saved tax because you've regained the personal income tax allowance. Mm-hmm. So HMRC adds 20% uh, to your pension mm-hmm. uh, of your contribution. So on the £40,000. So that's £8,000. Yep. You. you also can claim back another £8,000 through your um, tax return, your mm-hmm. self-assessment tax return. So that's another £8,000 because you're a high-rate taxpayer. So that's 40% tax relief. But because you've regained your personal income tax allowance, you've also received £5,000 in tax relief because you've regained your personal income tax allowance. So Mm -hmm. let's add up. 8000 8000 that's £16,000. £5,000 you've regained as well. So that's £21,000. So a £40,000 pension contribution will cost you £19,000. Wow. So the tax relief on that is 53%. That's wow. Those numbers are absolutely huge. And, you know, you could even be saving more money depending on how you pay your pension contribution. uh, And you could be saving national insurance payments through salary sacrifice. But Mm -hmm. that's for another, another discussion. But... To keep things simple, that is what you'd be saving. It's 53% tax relief. Okay. I mean, that's the numbers there are, are, are quite staggering. And I, I hope that anybody that's listened to this kind of pricks up and was like, well, hang on a second, I need to have a look at this. But playing devil's advocate, there will be a, a train of thought to say, well, I'm paying £40,000 into a pension. Yep, I can see the benefit of actually doing that to regain um, my personal personal allowance however i'm taking a hit on my take-home pay yeah what's the conversation that you would have with a client around that specific notion because for some people it's a real thing they want to be able to maximize how much they're taking home and whilst they're paying a lot of tax they're taking more money home in their pocket they won't necessarily feel as though it's a it's a bad thing what's the what's the conversation you would have yeah, exactly. So I would, I would sit there with the client and say, right, how much are you spending a month? What are you, what's your expenditure? What are you spending it on? And we'll in-depth analysis of what they're spending money on and really get 
uh, get them talking about their expenditure. Um, do you need to spend money on this? Do you need to spend money on this? Are these necessary? Do you? Okay. Uh, nobody likes budgeting, but I'll tell you what, when they see the money coming in and they can see that their future is secure, they realize the reason for it and they're a lot happier for it. So uh, it's all about talking about taking a short-term hit, so your take-home pay um, for the longer term, and sit there and explain to them, okay, so in that case study that we talked about, earning £130,000, you do nothing, you're taking home around £80,000. If you do something by pension contribution or whatever, um, the total money that you will be taking with you, so take-home pay and building up a savings pot mm-hmm. in the pension, is around a hundred thousand pounds. Mm. So, which one do you want? Do you want to? Do you want that extra twenty thousand pounds, or there or thereabouts, uh, or not? Um, and most clients say, "Well, yes, of course." Okay, yeah. well, changes here. Yeah, we are spending too much money on this. I didn't realise we were spending money on this. We don't need. We can live on taking home less money. Uh, yeah. Make sure that our future is secure. Um, and it's having that educational talk. Yeah. Um, and yeah, usually most clients will say, yes, of course I want to do that. I think that there's a big part in there around really thinking for the future. And to a certain extent, a shift in the mindset of what you're doing is you're looking at your overall wealth and your pension is included in your overall wealth. So that short-term pain, as you just mentioned there, yeah, you're going to take that hit but ultimately you're adding to your wealth in the future and your overall wealth in the long term. And it's probably a little bit of a mindset shift in that regard there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, as you've said, Peter, it's a mind sh- uh, mindset shift. Um, and that's where the educational talk comes in and the discussion. What is it that you want as a client? What are we trying to get to? What is your objective? And most people, one of their objectives is I want to have a good retirement yeah i want to be happy i want to be flexible i want to have financial freedom Uh, okay great well it can't happen through magic we need to do something now while you're earning Uh, and they understand that and then when you show them the numbers of how quickly you can build up a healthy pension part if you do a b and c Mm. they say right let's do that we we need to do it because that's something we've said we want um let's do that um and yeah, I mean, I'd rather take home a hundred thousand pounds than eighty thousand pounds. Absolutely, I don't. I, don't, I think I, I definitely would as well. I don't think anybody <laughs> would argue that fact at all. So this case study is actually available via a webinar. Um, so there will be a link that we're going to post in the show notes or in the social post. If you see this on the social post, which will give you the opportunity to basically register and run through the actual case study and you can talk about your personal circumstances with Terry if you'd like to. Um, Terry, how do they get hold of you? Yes, of course. Uh, thank you, Peter. Um, they get hold of me via LinkedIn, so Terry Michael, or my email address is terry.michael at klofinancialservices.com and, and I will respond to you. Um, a discussion is absolutely free. Uh, a report is absolutely free. So, um, yeah, let's have a chat. Thank you for listening to this episode of KLO Talks, the podcast for financial discussion. I hope you found this episode interesting, insightful, useful, maybe even thought-provoking. 
If you are one of the millions of people who are affected by what we've discussed in this episode, then please feel free to reach out to Terry for your complimentary consultation. There will be links in the show notes to get you to him. Alternatively, if you just want to hear more about the numbers that we've discussed in the case study and register for the webinar, there is also a link in the show notes. Until next time, take care.